For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I'm not a betting guy, but for y'all that are, there's Bet Online. Bet Online is where you should go if you want to win money today. Whether it's live bets during games or futures for who you think will win the championship, Bet Online has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next big game, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Hope you all enjoyed the episode of the podcast today with Adam Griggs of Big Blue Express. We had some some technical difficulties. There were a few uh, freeze-ups on the Zoom, which we've all experienced since we've been on Zoom so much. But tried to edit out as much of that as possible. But there'll be some times where you kind of maybe hear us picking up where we left off or referring back to where we were before it froze up. So apologize for that in advance, but it was still a fun conversation. Hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Thanks for listening. here for another episode of believe in kentucky the believe podcast network number one podcast network for professionals my name is Vinny hardy and we are about to talk some uk football because it's that time of year already and we got from bigblueexpress.com the self-titled football guy at big blue express we got adam griggs here man adam how you doing doing good Vinny. thanks for having me on man i appreciate you Hopping on to do it, and it's, you know, first part of August. We got media day tomorrow, fan day Saturday. It's it's almost, you know, it's your wheelhouse right now. Yeah, it's it's the fun times. It's it's going to be a lot of fun just knowing that Kroger Field is actually going to have some people on, on the ground there, and, and, and some things are going to be going on. I'm excited about it. And we've had a few cool days here lately in Central Kentucky, so it's, it's sort of, I don't know, it, it's had just a, a great feel. It's like a gift from God, getting the, that cool weather, knowing football's right around the corner, and I love it. Live for this. As hot and muggy as it is in July and usually August, sometimes I'll be out, out mowing the grass or something, and like a leaf will fall. And I'm like, whoa, feels like it feels like it's 93 degrees right now, but it's, it's, there's a fall moment right there. <laughs> and And then you get those crisp mornings when it's, you know, 58 degrees and even though it's the dead of summer you're like oh it's it's almost here right <laughs> right around the corner so are you gonna be at the media day fan day stuff friday or saturday are you gonna be able to attend any of that or no not myself i'm not gonna be able to be there personally i wish i could get there um if, if for nothing else to get some pictures because last year 
we didn't get credentialed for COVID. So all my pictures, I, I wrote an article today and looked for a picture to put up and I had to go back from a couple years ago. So I need to get some fresh stuff, get Amy out there to, to take some new ones. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of you, you y'all go to bigblueexpress.com. You wrote a new piece talking about the schedule layout you kind of broke it down into a few different portions. Tell everybody, you know, what your, the inspiration was that you're, you're thinking behind the way you, the way you set it up. Yeah. Well, I, I always, every time I sit down and look at the schedule every, every season, I think a lot of Kentucky fans probably do this too, but you sit down you look at it and you try to find, is there six wins on this thing so we can have a bowl game? Um, but our standards are just getting higher and higher at Kentucky. Stoops has done a great job with the program and we're, we're having some expectations, even coming off of a, what you might consider down year last year, a weird year. Um, but just sitting down and looking at it, um, this season, I was really, really excited because uh, what I see is four lockdown wins right away. Um, and then I see a few wins that look like, you know, they're, they're probably going to be a, a challenge, but you know, but I think they're going to happen. Um, I think the, a big deal is going to happen with Missouri. We're going to find out kind of what we're made of in that game because Missouri's got a good team this year. Um, if we can beat Missouri, I feel like we're going to be able to beat South Carolina when we go on the road with them in our fourth game. So we we could be going up against Florida at 4-0, and that's not like some lofty dream like UK fans, you know, we're always optimistic. That's, that's a realistic thing if we come out and play well against Missouri. So I, I really feel like breaking that down, the only – game I see that Florida is going to be a tough game for sure and Georgia is going to be a you know a, a very difficult game we could play lights out and Georgia make a couple of mistakes and they still find a way to beat us that's just the way our matchup is with them every time but um the, the, there's no reason to think that there's not eight nine maybe ten wins regular season on there even if we drop a game or two that we shouldn't yeah that's like you said that's where the program is elevated to and this year, the schedule even kind of plays into it. So you got, like you said, you got it all working if you take advantage of it. Yeah, it's it's like a, a burnt offering, a, a, a golden egg just being laid in front of us with the schedule and then having this team and then also having a new offensive coordinator coming in. It's It seems like it's the perfect storm for excitement. But I, as a UK fan, I've gotten myself hyped up a lot over the years. I just feel like this time I'm hyped up and I have a little bit of a reason. There, I've got a little you know, backbone behind it too, that can say there, there are some things adding up for this program. Mm -hmm. We're just going to keep getting better. Now I'm, I'm not, I'm trying to be objective too, but I, I still think Missouri is, a isn't as far along as everybody says. I know they beat LSU last year and that, that kind of catapulted them on, in everybody's consciousness because LA was the champs and, Missouri beat them and it was like, oh man, and it's Drinkle's first game and, and all that. And they beat Kentucky last year. You you know, tip your hat, they won 20 to 10. But we, we all know what was going on in and around and leading up to that game on Kentucky's side. Can't make excuses, but you know, Missouri won. And if they come to Lexington week two and win, oh I'll I'll shut my mouth. But I still I'm not quite as sold on them as everybody else. I know they're you know, Basil likes a good quarterback and all that, but I'm I'm still just not convinced that they're what everybody thinks they're going to be. Yeah, I hope you're right. And, I, and I've thought that about teams before, and then they come out and play really well. I think it just comes down to coaching and how a team, you know, gels together. So we really don't know. Um, and then the LSU win you're talking about, they ended up not being as valuable as it looked at the time that it happened um, for them. So it'll 
it'll be exciting to see. I, I always think I love the ESPN FPI projections because they give you like the percentage chance that a team might have to back on it. It's kind of what Missouri's week one win against LSU was last year. Yeah, it's it's like a deflating thing. You get excited and you, then you realize later, huh, it wasn't that good. But yeah, I'm I'm excited to see how some of the other teams in the SEC play out too. Um, it it'll be interesting to see Mississippi State. We've got them on the schedule um, later in the season, and I mean, it looks by you know all calculations that's going to be an easy win for us with the way they played last year. But they, um, the, the, I don't know if they're going to come in with the air raid offense. It doesn't work, it, at least not in this day and age. <laughs> I, I I would rather get a win than you know lose fifty two to seventy or whatever it is that mm-hmm. comes up. They score some points, but they're they look terrible. So it'll be interesting to see how they come out this year too. Yeah. I just love SEC football all all around. So I always want. There's most of the teams I don't like, and I root against them unless they're playing out of conference. But it's yeah. always fun to watch them, see how they develop. I'm the same way, and I'm not super dig into the numbers stat guy, but I I know like Mississippi State I think averaged just like 42 or 43 yards rushing last year, which that's just I mean you you, you got to do better than that even if you are an air raid team in the SEC. Um, I know Kentucky hasn't won in Starkville in forever, but like you said, this year, it's just year two for Leach. And I just, I'm not trying to say this about every other team, but I, I don't think he's there where he wants to be yet. And thankfully, you know, for Kentucky, they get a bye week before they have to go out there. Cause you come off that three game stretch, you know, Florida, LSU, Georgia, take a week off, catch your breath, then go to Mississippi state and kind of, after you kind of recharge your batteries a little bit. So I like, where the bye was in the schedule for Kentucky. Yeah, I think that's an important thing too. That's that's a good point. Yeah, and and of course, like you said, they're they're not the same physical beat you to death Mississippi State that they had been under Mullen uh, and stuff like that. So you know, style of play is a little bit different. So that yeah. should fall into one of those easy wins. That you I wrote. hope so. I I hate those cowbells. I I, I want to get that win. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you watch a game with them, all you hear is that dull roar of the cowbell it's, ringing. Yeah, so. unbelievable. So with the Liam Cohen coming in, the new offense. Well, first, first of all, being the football guy that you are, are you more of an offensive guy or defensive guy? If you have to pick a side of the ball do you, that you lean, or do you like them both equally? Or I get excited more about defense. That's that's always kind of been the way. I think that's how my dad, you know, whenever we watch football together, he would he would talk about defenses a lot more. So I get a lot more excited watching defense, but I love watching a a, a good offense too. A, nothing beats a, a a solid offensive line with a running back that can, you know, a Chris Rodriguez style running back that can pound through it. Um, but I, I really enjoy defense. So I I pay a little closer attention to what's going on, on that side of the ball. I get you. And yeah. you, you know, you mentioned C Rod, had him on this podcast a few weeks ago, and he's just kind of he can't contain his excitement. If this offense does what it's supposed to do, of him not having stacked boxes to run into, to have just a defense that's playing honest, where they mm-hmm. have to respect the pass. He's he's excited at the prospect of, of what this offense could possibly do as far as keeping the box cleaned up a little bit for him. I don't know. You froze again. Yeah, but Chris was just talking about the the prospect of having a clean box to run into, and and he just he can't wait. He can't wait. Yeah, I I can imagine how fun that's going to be for him. I, it, a lot of that's going to come down on the pressure 
we know that if Levis is the QB, which right now it looks like that's who it's going to be, there's always going to be a controversy in Lexington, it seems like. But we right now it looks like it's going to be Levis, and we know he's got the arm. He can sling it. Um, we know we got Wandell um, and Josh Ali out there receiving. It's going to be a lot of pressure on the the two Isaiahs. You got Isaiah Epps. We need a big, big year out of him as a downfield threat. He's such a nice kid, too. He's one of the players I've been around a little bit more um at the field and he's a he's a very nice kid so i'd love to see him have a big breakout year and then isaiah cummins moving over to tight end to get some catches underneath just just to expand that and open up that box like chris saying that that'd be really fun for us to watch i can't imagine him with a a head of steam you know untouched for the first 10 yards and then a safety try to step up on him it's it's (laughs) it's gonna get ugly yes for sure and Isaiah Cummings was already tweeting out the other day, like right after he moved to tight end, <laughs> this offense is going to be scary. You already saw him tweeting stuff. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bring that confidence. I like it. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, and I'm excited to see what Liam Cohen does with it too because we've, we've always had, you know, a good tight end that could catch the ball the last several years, but we always, as Kentucky fans, thought they're just not getting the touches that they should be getting. So, this, yeah, we got a new offensive coordinator. I mean, it, it's fresh blood all the way around, so it'll be really fun. And I think that was trying to. I think I said it the other day. You 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 mentioned Wandale, Josh Ali, and everybody. It's wide open for that third spot. So you know, whoever wants to step up and take it, you can be able to Crowders, Donut Drennan, whoever wants it, it's there. If for whatever reason nobody really separates. I was kind of making the point that well, there's more than one way to skin a cat, and you can you could still get that same production out of the tight end spot because if if Cohen's as innovative and creative as we believe he's gonna be, you know, he could he could dial up stuff for the tight ends if the receivers aren't quite you know performing the way he would like. You can still get stuff done with the tight end group. I hate to see Keaton Upshaw go down because I think he was gonna he was just a matchup nightmare. But you still got Bates and. Um, Cummins over there, um, Rig, Dingle, the freshman, that might give him a little chance to get on the field and do something now. Mm-hmm. So it's it's still a lot of guys, still a lot of depth there tight end. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a story all the way around. Um, it seems like there's there's depth all over the place, other than maybe in wide receiver. But there's like you said, there's there's more than one way to skin a cat. So that's that's a really good point. Yeah. So uh, we mentioned Isaiah. Um. As far as defense, you know, are you kind of not trying to put pressure on or expect the world, but coming off the edge and bringing heat, is is Jordan Wright looking like he's got to be that guy to to maybe step up and and get some sacks and some pressure? Yeah, that's that's going to be the big um, if factor for the defense. Is um, I think Jordan Wright's uh he's probably as good as opportunities we've got. Um, Josh Pascal could hopefully maybe get um some looks at that too coming off the edge we we all got spoiled a few years back with josh allen obviously so we're not going to get somebody out there that's got 16 sacks a game but if if one or two of those guys can get seven eight sacks on the season and not not game on the season um that would be just a crucial thing the to, to keep pressure on the quarterbacks so it'll be it, that's going to be the big if factor i think is just quarterback pressure yeah now who do you see? I mean, you can you can pick defense, you can pick offense, but any any facet of the game, because we didn't see Jamin Davis doing what Jamin Davis did. We you know 
last year, we going into the season, he's behind Chris Oates. And so Oates, unfortunately, has the stroke. We we didn't see Davis coming at all. And then, you know, he steps right in and, and parlays that into being a first-round pick. If you had to pick, uh, whoa, where'd that guy come from? Do you have any candidates or guys that you might think have that, that ability? You know who I would like it to be? Um, I, I don't know if this is the right pick, but I really like Marquand McCall. He's going to be um, stepping in for um, Bohanna. Quentin Bohanna yeah. um, at nose guard. And he has got just dynamic personality. Uh, I think he he's maybe 6'3", 380. I mean, he's just a really big guy, nicknamed Bully. Everything is put together for him. He's just a really fun player to watch. But I would really like to see him as a step-up guy um, where right now he's not on a draft board at all. And then at the end of the year, they're talking like, you know, first, second round possibly for a guy like this. But that that's who I'm rooting for it to be, more or yeah. less. I, I definitely, every year I come into the season saying Corker's going to be um, a big player. I think everybody's caught on to that now. There's no doubt that Corker's going to be an elite kind of player. But I, I really like Mark McCall. Yeah, that would – and you know, I mean, he saw Bohanna every day. He was uh-huh. back, he backed him up every day, and now he's gonna be playing tonight for my Dallas Cowboys. So if if that doesn't oh yeah motivate right. you to be like, whoa, this dude, I was I backed this dude up, and look, I'm about to watch him tonight. You know, that's yeah, that's, that's got to be a lot of motivation for for Bully. You got to think so because you. The Bohanna work ethic, he saw that firsthand. So you're you're exactly right about that. And whenever McQuaw came in in previous seasons, he had I mean, just tons of energy. Of course, he didn't have to play, you know, as many snaps as Bohanna did. But when he came in, when Bohanna, you know, got knocked up or had to take a snap off, he came in, you know, and living up to his name, Bully. Yeah, he sure did. He sure did. Now, and as you, know, you mentioned how – People our age, as Kentucky fans, we've seen so many heartbreakers. We've seen so many deflating losses and and stuff like that. And now we're at the point where transfers from from big name schools are coming. You know, Gatewood came from Auburn. Uh, Bossman Fat Kevin Joseph came from LSU. Mm-hmm. Dare Rosenthal took his cue from Joseph, and now he came from LSU as well. So you. You bring in Joseph to a line that was already stacked. How do you see is the Dare Darian dynamic at tackle? Who who plays left tackle? What do you think they're gonna do there? I'm not exactly sure, but I mean he he's a big time athlete. We're not used to having that kind of athlete and having that kind of story coming here. But I, I feel like it's got to be his position to lose at this point. Um, whenever he whenever he takes the field because that that gives you more depth for sure, but but he's a big time playmaker in the SEC. We've seen it, so that's that's got to be um, his position. I feel like right now, yeah, it's just the the rich getting richer for Kentucky. You know, it is, like, you know, yeah, and and, and I'll take it all day long. I love I love getting the transfers because we see that on the basketball side too. The the transfer market that's that's as big as recruiting is right now. I'm trying to get those get the right pieces filled in, and they come in with experience. So and 
I've, people will love to bring up like why are they transferring? Do they have off the field issues or do they have grade issues or something like that? I don't care about any of that. I, I really, I'd love to see somebody get a second, you know, a refresh, uh, just another go at it. Maybe they just didn't mesh well with the coach and staff or, you know, there's a lot of reasons people transfer, but I think it's a positive thing for the athlete and for the school. So yeah. I'm really excited to see Dare come in, see what he can do. Yeah. And, and this is not even being biased. You, you mentioned the basketball side and the football side. You could argue that Cal and Stoops have both handled this transfer portal as about as good as anybody. Look who the basketball guys brought in. Look what they did on the football side. Uh, as bad as they were in basketball, they kind of – fixed all of their issues and a lot of that was transfers and now they're i mean both of them about as good as you can handle it to me I, that's what i feel like too and I, I always wonder how much do cal and stoops talk to each other they i feel like they've got to have some sort of you know relationship where they intermingle a little bit and, and trade some ideas because they're two completely different sports but they're basically doing the same kind of thing so and they're in a close proximity so mm -hmm. i feel like maybe they they pump each other up a little bit on that sort of thing i like to think so anyway yeah. imagine them over a cup of coffee or a beer would be fun <laughs> yeah yeah for sure because you know stoops stoops kind of let loose give him a little cigar and a bourbon and he'll oh yeah kinda we've seen his moves it. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah he'll, he'll loosen up a little bit he kind of comes off as a little more kind of reserved but he'll he can chill out and, and let, let his hair down a little bit too oh yeah <laughs> um i know we the the legend larry vault you know we've read his work for years seen him forever right there in danville i don't know if you saw his article trying to promote anthony white who we saw play he's just you know our age to be in the uk athletics hall of fame and uh -huh. we, we i mean we knew anthony was putting up numbers and how versatile he was but then when you read the article, his receiving numbers and, and he's not in the Hall of Fame, it was it, it just made you think, wow, you know, he I think he, I thought he already been in or he definitely should be in very soon. Right. Um, yeah, I, I think we should revisit, you know, players like that more often. I think he was in an era where maybe he got overshadowed a little bit and and we forget about him. Um, the same thing on the basketball side on that, too, is of players who like we, we forget about the. You remember Wayne Turner, but you don't remember maybe what Hashimu Evans did for a team. So I think he might be that kind of guy that just sort of slid under the radar, but had you know incredible production. Yeah, that's what I preach about Larry, though. He he really he digs deep, you know, and 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 finds finds important things like that. He never runs out of ideas. No, no, he sure doesn't. And I guess I mean we all remember Couch to East, Couch to East, Air Raid, and I you know remember Anthony in the backfield, but I just I just didn't remember him being that potent of a receiver. I don't know why, but he, I mean, he was, he was a double threat for real. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's always a, a good weapon to have too, is one that can a, a run back that can pop out and take a pass. The eight defenses up, you know, they hate that. Mm -hmm. they, they, they're doing everything just right. You can play just, just the perfect defense for a play. And then if the running back pops out and, you know, picks off, 10 or 12 yards on you it just that deflates a defense for sure and i i think if if all goes well we'll probably see a little more of that this year you know you know cohen talks about getting rodriguez 25 touches and some of that emphasis for all the running backs was to you know be pass catchers out of the backfield so that's that'll be a new wrinkle that we'll should be looking forward to this season yeah and and looking forward to seeing smoke too and see if he can have 
So I feel like he, he maybe had a little bit of a letdown last season, um, but to see what he can do and what kind of production he offers, he's, he's such an explosive guy. So that'll just have a one, two punch. It's all about staying healthy. Really. That's, that's the name of the game in football is, is have enough depth to deal with the injuries. And I, I feel like we've got that, but if Rodriguez went down, that would be pretty deflating. So hopefully that doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. And that's knock get, on wood. I don't want to jinx anybody. That's right. You get to the point in, in camp, everybody, you just hold your breath. You hope everybody can make it through. And, and we've seen some losses happen in the past. You know, we've seen Devonte Robinson and Landon Young and things like that. So you definitely, everybody just get through these uh, a couple of weeks and get to the first of September and then, you know, see what we got. Uh, right. Robert, I mentioned C-Rob being on here, you know, and if y'all want to, y'all feel free to check out all the past episodes. But he said that as well. Um, he said, when you see me go to the sideline for a break, he said, don't be surprised if I stay over there longer than you think. Because, you know, because McLean, Smoke, all these other guys, he said, they they can produce as well. And, and he said he was even excited to see what they could do. So he's even, you know, cheering for them. Um, the guys in the same room as him, and he's, knows that they're capable when he does have to come out. There's some capable guys, you know, filling in for him. Yeah, it's a natural born leader saying things like that, not worrying about his own position, but actually rooting on his teammates. Yeah. Um, that, that's what you really like to see. I love – I don't know if you saw this. Benny Snell um, was saying don't compare people to C-Rod or don't compare C-Rod to me, but not because he thought C-Rod's inadequate or anything. He – He's like that's that's his he's his own player that that's a man right there so don't compare him to me he he is C Rod um, that that was a quote he kind of came out with a month or so ago and I I really like that seeing you know the support from players now and then also support support from players that are in the league because I think um, Snell might be the guy going up against your Cowboys tonight yeah um, I don't know if Snell's playing or not I think he's I saw Justin Rowland tweet that he was banged up but. It's a, uh, a lot of former cats tonight, you know. You know yeah, I think it's, it's four or five of them. There. Yeah, a bunch of TJ Carter. I think three for Pittsburgh and two for the Cowboys. Speaking of the NFL, who's your uh, who's your favorite team? Are you a big NFL guy? And who's your favorite team? I I love the NFL. Um, I I've always been a Bengals fan. It's it's oh. full of disappointment, and it's but it's it's the team that I just I can't help but like because I grew up loving the Reds too I'm just about 100 miles from Cincinnati and in, here in Richmond Kentucky so um it's a place where I, I don't get up to a lot of games but I get to go up some so I've, I just kind of grew up um I was in third grade whenever Boomer and the Bengals lost the Super Bowl the second time to the 49ers yeah. so I remember them being in a Super Bowl I remember the icky shuffle um uh-huh. and now we and now with Joe Burrow there I, I feel like if he can stay healthy, there's a lot of potential maybe for them to, to give a, a little bit of a threat. And as a Bengals fan, I was really excited. I went to a Reds game a couple months ago um, towards the beginning of the season, and I pulled up to the hotel, and there was a guy sitting there on a bench smoking the fattest cigar I've ever seen, and it was Ocho Cinco himself. And I told my kids, I was like, that's Ocho Cinco. And I was just sitting there staring at him, trying to work up the nerve to go up and say hi to him, but I, I chickened out. So I <laughs> always think like, oh, I'd be cool. I'd like, I could hang out with Ocho Cinco, but no, yeah. I, I totally claimed up. I, I know he saw me, you know, trying to like sneak a little picture of him. <laughs> man, that's awesome. That was a, that was an entertaining dude right there, man. Only and off the field. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I loved him. Now, what do you think about, Texas and Oklahoma coming in. Got to, you know, it's dying down a little bit now, but that was the talk for the past few weeks. So, what do you think about them sliding over 
whenever it is. I, I don't see it being 2025, but somewhere between now and the next four years, we think about them coming in. Do you think they're going to come earlier than 2025? I, I, I saw I mean, your tweet earlier um, about Sankey getting the extension. Yeah, I mean, his, his extension is to at least 2026. They're coming in as of now, July 2025. Mm-hmm. I don't see them staying in the Big 12 for that long with all this SEC money. And this, this happened so quick. This was in the works. They've been keeping it quiet. Boom, SEC media days. Here it is. And now we're just going to wait four years for it to be completed. So, yeah, mm. I'm with you on that. I think that they're going to come sooner. Um, I don't know how the contracts are set up. I'm not that into the knowledge of it, but I know like EKU here in Richmond, they recently left the OVC and they've been in the OVC since like the late forties or something. They've been like a founding member of it and they went to the Atlantic sun, but in their contract, they had to pay a million dollar exit fee. And they're actually getting sued by the OVC because they say they don't have to pay it. But if it comes down to money and that's if they break their contract with the Big 12, Oklahoma and Texas, if it comes down to money, they're going to be making so much money in the SEC that they're they're just going to be, you know, they're, they're going to weigh that out and leverage that and just 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 pay is what I think. So I see them coming sooner as far as being excited about it. I if a team's going to come into the conference, I love that the SEC is the powerful conference like in football. It's, it's better in basketball than it's been in a long time. And in football, it is the conference. Um, so I say bring it if it's going to be a good team that's going to add quality to it. But then, like, stopping and thinking about it, thinking about Kentucky's schedule, um, thinking about adding an extra game of SEC play. I, we saw what happened last year when we had to play 10 SEC games. We, we <laughs> It wasn't good because mm-hmm. there, there's just not enough. We got to throw in, you know, our Louisiana Monroes or our um, – Eastern Michigan's we got we got to throw those teams in there just to, to get us some wins once in a while um so it's going to be a a big boost of strength to the conference because Oklahoma is going to come in and their program is is already stacked and loaded and I always um usually I, I don't root against Oklahoma I, I, I kind of always liked them when but um Bidette went there I was excited to see him mm-hmm. you know get getting that offense but Texas is going to come in. It's it's like we're going to have another Tennessee, I feel like, with them because it's just another orange team that used to be good. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. That's yeah. perfect. And they'll be squabbling about the who the real UT is. That's already starting. So when, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm horns down already on that. <laughs> and because they don't want anybody to do horns down, I, that, that makes me want to do it more. It's like L's down. <laughs> they can't come to the sec and then fuss about that kind of stuff no no you don't come in soft you got to come in and, and put up with it because we, we've all been tearing each other apart for decades so <laughs> they gotta they gotta jump in <laughs> you gotta put your own you can't come in here with your own network that's not gonna work and you can't be nope. you know whining about horns down that's that's not gonna happen either <laughs> that's right sure oh when everybody goes to Big Blue Express. What what you got in the works next? What, you got another article coming? You going what you what you uh, content you going to have for the people next time they come to the site? Yeah, really. I've been um, I'm I'm wanting to break do more player breakdowns and get into more detail about you know talking more about like Bully McCall and and the kind of player that he could become. Um, so that that's really it. Another player we haven't mentioned today is Vito Tisdale. I'd like to um, dig into him and. And do a little work on him because he's 
and Justin Rogers. I mean, there's just one after another. We've got a lot of star power. So really it's probably going to be more focused on player by player um, instead of, you know, a broad scheme of things of like looking at a broad schedule view or a, a broad view of just like a, a set of games or something, but it's going to be just, you know, really studying the players a little bit closer. And I hope to get up there um, in the press box this season. Last year, didn't get to get in the press box and um, get to go um, to the interviews after the game. So that's that's really, you know, my big wish right now with Big Blue Express. The, the first game, September 4th, that's my wife's birthday. And I already told her, like, I'm trying. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get there. So. <laughs> yeah. so I'm ready to go back, eat some of that press box popcorn. I always – tweet about it. i love that's, that i'm a big popcorn guy that's right they have some they have some good stuff in there man they, they do they sure do yeah they bring out the cookies but yeah that that's really the focus is you know player by player more man, that sounds good sounds good i gotta tell you about our sponsor real quick before we wrap it up it's lot terrain whether you're casual whether you're you know have to put on a suit and get dressed up you want to have a nice watch on you know you don't always want to just check the time on your phone LaTorraine.com, L-A-T-O-U-R-A-I-N-E.com. They got different bands. They got different styles, the Red Crest, the Voyager. You can, you know, mix and match and, you know, customize however you want to do it. For the 96 team, the national championship team, they did a, a commemorative watch for, you know, Tony Delk and Walter McCarty and all those guys. So they can definitely put you in a nice watch that you'd like to have. So, um you know, drop a hint to your wife, get her to get you one for anniversary, or you know, tell your friends about La Terrain. Follow them on Twitter and all forms of social media, and uh, you definitely like the time pieces that they got over at La Terrain. Speaking Sounds of social good. media, man, Adam, where can everybody follow you at on the Twitters and the Facebooks and the Instagrams and all that good stuff? Yeah, if you if you want to follow football coverage, Big Blue Express, just look that up on Facebook. On Twitter, um, our main account is at Big Blue Express. There's just one E, not Big Blue with an E, and Express with an E. It's just Big Blue, and then it shares an E for the Express. Um, and then um, myself, I'm at Business Raptor. Business um, is kind of I, – I, I love the sports on the side. It's like a fun gig, but um, I'm really more into small business. And also, I've got a, a podcast now. Um, that I'm I'm doing with a buddy and it's called humans doing business. So you can look us up on there too and, and see a little bit more about me, but all that, my bio on Twitter is just loaded down with odd facts about me and, and places to reach me. I'm glad you plugged the humans doing business. Uh, Cause I saw where you got that on Twitter and then you invited me to like the Facebook page. So I'll be to oh, yeah. you guys are yeah, you inspire me. Things. I'm not kidding you. Um, just, you know, I've always wanted to do a podcast like that and, and I have an idea and just uh just to do it. It's, it's, I'm trying to live life a little bit more aggressively now, not just think about things I want to do, but actually, you know, pull the trigger and do them. So yeah, that's good. Yeah. And I always, I, I really appreciate your work and what you do. So. Oh man, I appreciate it. Yeah. You inspire a lot of guys you probably don't even know about. Man, I'm just, I'm just a regular dude out here trying to try to do a little something too, man. But Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I'm happy good. anniversary to you too, by the way, I'm, I'm coming up with 20 years this year myself. So. Oh, cool. Shout yeah. out to the family guys. That's right, man. Congratulations. Uh, 20 years yesterday for my wife and I and got our two little boys and put a few little pictures, you know, the first one back then we were dating and then a couple when we, when the kids were little and then uh, a couple more recent ones, but yeah, uh, my better half Katie puts up with me. So, Oh yeah. <laughs> she's a sweetheart and it's a bunch of people, you know, helping on 20 years. We got several friends of ours that, you know, 
all around July, August, September, got married in 01. We didn't even know each other at the time, but I've gotten to know him. And now, oh, we're y'all 20 years, we're 20 years as well. So what yeah. uh, what day for you and Mrs. Griggs? It's uh, December 15th is okay. when ours is. We were a winter wedding. Okay, yeah. yeah but we're the same way, though. Um, I don't know what year you graduated high school. I graduated in 98. So I ended up with a lot of friends later in life that, you know, we were separate from each other. Our friend groups weren't together in the early two thousands, but we were, you know, getting married and having kids all at the same time. So yeah, exactly. like everybody just falls in line to <laughs> does the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Do hit, hit all those phases of life at the same time. Or something. That's right. Yeah, sure. Sure. Um, and you know, your dad, like I'm a dad. So we we'll just put a plug out to our, our boy, big blue drew at a sea of blue. We, we both been on that Kentucky dad pod, you know, yeah, talking, but... talking about stuff. that's not so much sports, but just the daily, what you're doing with the kids, what you're doing with the family, what'd you have for dinner, the whole day to day that everybody as parents are, are going through. So I, I listened to that episode where he had you on there and he's had, you know, all the media types that are dads on there. And it's, that's a, that's a cool idea that he, he it up. is. I love it. It's a fun podcast. And I, I always love to hear what who people's favorite TV dad is. You'll see, you'll hear if you get repeated, but I, that kind of tells you what kind of dad a person is. If, if whoever their favorite TV dad, if they, if they roll out with Al Bundy or somebody, you know, like that's probably not a good dad. <laughs> He's he's been mentioned a few times. Too. He has, yeah. I worry about those guys. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff, and it's it's always cool to to be able to talk to Drew and listen to Drew, and I think Justin Rowland just made his second appearance on there, and he's about yeah, to have to another that. kid, so he's about to have another. I think to be six. Yeah, I think six. Yeah, yeah so, he's. Um, that's a fertile couple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, congratulations again to them, but. uh yeah, it was fun listening to those different episodes as well. So, I mean, I appreciate you hopping on tonight. Um, Adam, I'm sorry about the little Zoom difficulties that we had, but I uh, hope everybody enjoys the episode and, and comes checks out all the football insights you put here on Believe in Kentucky, man. All right, I appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Vinny. Thanks for having me on. All right, y'all take care. This has been Adam Griggs. For Adam, this is Vinny Hardy. It's been another episode of Believe in Kentucky presented by Bet Online. We'll see everybody next week. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.